Well, hey, hi, and hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Main ASCD, the podcast. The podcast where we talk about whole child education in Maine and beyond. My name is Matt Drouette Card. I am the president of Maine ASCD, and I'm the host of today's podcast. Thanks again for downloading and listening to us. Today's episode is another of our member spotlights, where we look at our membership and we say, we have some amazing people as part of Maine ASCD, so let's share out who they are. Let's talk with them a little bit and uh, explore their genius. Uh, today episode, today's episode, we talked with Natalie Stotts. Uh, she's an educator who uh, teaches in Wyndham Christian Academy, and uh, she does basically as a jack of all trades for everything in her school. And we'll get to her in just a minute. Um, just so you know, uh, Maine ASCD, ASCD is going to be in a couple of places over the next month or so in the month of March. On March 13th, uh, myself and our executive director, Dr. Lee Alley, will be at the Central Maine Educators Regional Conference, or CMERC, or as we say, SMERC. <laughs> Uh, in this year, it's being held in Foxcroft at Foxcroft Academy. This is a conference where several districts come together in the central Maine region to share resources, but more importantly, share ideas and learn from each other. Uh, this year, uh, this our keynote speaker will be Joe Sanfilippo, which we're very excited to have. And Maine ASCD will be there to host a couple, of, one or two sessions about the whole child framework, whole child education, and uh, get some folks down, started down the, the street, I guess, of becoming a whole child champion through our micro-credential suite. So that's on March 13th. Uh, the following week, uh, Dr. Lee Alley and myself will also be at the School Reform and Action Conference in Norwood, Massachusetts, put on by the New England Secondary School Coalition. Uh, and we will be down there doing the same thing, doing uh, some sessions on whole child education and getting people on their way to becoming whole child champions. So if you wanted to come see us in person, that's where we will be. Uh, come say hi, say we'll listen to the podcast, maybe we'll even get a picture of you and put you on uh, our Twitter page, Facebook page, etc. You can find us uh, in all different kinds of places on Twitter and on Facebook, like I just said. Also, I would like to stress that uh, if you want to have information or you want to be part of our newsletter and also coming out in March, uh, the Journal of Maine Education will be being released to our members for free. If you'd like to have copies of that, become a member. Go to maineascd.org and click the membership page, follow the link and become a member. It costs $40. Now, for those of you who are already ASCD members and you think you do that automatic renewal and you think that you know it just automatically renews, that's great for the national level, but it doesn't work that way for the local affiliates. So just, if you don't know, just hit us up, DM us, or email us at ASCDMain at gmail.com and we'll let you know whether or not your affiliate membership is active or not. And we will, let, if you're not, well then please consider becoming a member again. Like I said, it is $40. And with that, you get access to our um, monthly newsletters. You get access to the Journal of Maine Education. You get access to a significant, tremendous amount of free ASCD-based resources that um, 
we help curate and make available to you all. Plus you also get discounts at some of our regional friends like New Hampshire ASCDs, their conferences, and you get discounts for our micro-credential suite to become a whole child champion. Um, and at one of our next up, uh, next podcast coming up, we'll have an announcement about something very exciting that's happening for Maine ASCD, but I can't quite tell you yet. Teaser sent. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, this episode today is again talking with the wonderful, t- wonderful teacher, uh, Natalie Stotts, who I've I've personally had the privilege of working with and getting to know through Twitter and EdCamps and other places over the course of the last eight years or so. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Natalie Stotts. For our February 2020 member spotlight, I am very excited to be chatting with the wonderful Natalie Stotts. Natalie, how are you today? I'm good, Matt. Thanks. How are you? Great. Congratulations on being our uh, our spotlight member and for just, well, like we've said uh, off air, just being awesome. Well, thank you. I'm honored to uh, have this opportunity. So take a moment and tell my, me, since it's just you and I talking, right? No one else is probably listening to this because who in their right mind would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you've been doing, where you do it, et cetera. Okay. So I am teaching at Wyndham Christian Academy in Wyndham near Sebago Lake. And I am the director of the high school. Um, it's a very small K, pre-K through 12 school. And so we have a principal that's over the whole school. I'm in charge of just the high school. So I get to pass all the really hard stuff on to my principal. And I get to <laughs> <laughs> be in the classroom um, with the students. Um, I teach um, English and history and Latin theology. And then um, I do a lot of the college counseling and the career, college and career counseling. I We have a service learning component to all of our grade levels. And so I'm in charge of that for the high school. And um, I think that's- And a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. So My any, goodness. Any given year, um, what I teach for, for history and English changes. This year I'm teaching um, ancient civilizations, world history to ninth and 10th. I have 9th and 10th English, uh, American literature to 11th and 12th, and the uh, 9th and 10th uh, Christian theology class, and then I teach Latin 1 and Latin 3. Next year, I'll have modern world history, and um, I'm I'm not sure if I'll be teaching British lit um, or not. Sometimes the principal teaches that, um, and I'll be doing government and economics for the history for 11th and 12th next year. So it we kind of do a two-year rotation with the grade level uh, content. So you are pretty much the the encapsulation of that word humanities teacher, where yes. you, you might teach some uh, Ameri- you might see literature on one side, and then you probably have some history side, and then you have some theology or some uh, other ph- philosophy and other yes. other things along the way. And I'm 
assuming that it probably gets interwoven and connected all throughout. It does. And that's, even though it's a really heavy schedule, I love that I'm the one that gets to teach those because I can design what I'm doing and I can make those connections. Sure. Um, so it, it gives me a chance to bring it more alive for the kids than if I was kind of on my own, just teaching one subject and, and not really oh, yeah. involved in what the other subjects are. That's, yeah. I mean, I, you know, back in the day when I was in the classroom teaching and I, there's a part of me that, that misses it. And there's another part of me that's like, I just love what I do right now. But I always say when I go back to the classroom, cause it's mm. an inevitability. I, I'm an administrator now, but I just, I miss being with the kids so much. Anyway, teaching social studies and way back when, when I started, I was teaching elementary level and mm. I realized that the humanities and the social studies is really a great conduit to be doing all of the other content. And yes. it's that level of interdisciplinary work that really makes it um, engaging for the learners. It makes it engaging for the teacher. It also makes it um, just more purposeful and authentic because you're connecting things. You're not just, you know, in the fall reading All Quiet on the Western Front, and then in the spring you're talking about World War One. Right. No, you're doing it together because you're talking about these things as they coincide together, and you're talking about banned books. Or you're talking about these things that are that are that are topical and all but also relevant but connected as well. I think that's a that that sounds wonderful. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. But it's a lot of work too. I mean it's a lot yeah. of work to, to to connect all those things. Right. So yeah. part of our being our member spotlight is we actually for the, we're going to peel back the curtain if <laughs> you haven't done this. Um, what we do is when we say hey Natalie, we'd like to tap you to be our member spotlight. And they say, yes. And we say, great. Two things. One, you're going to be recorded on a podcast. Ha <laughs> ha, we got you. Uh, secondly, to do that, we also want to make sure you, you, you tell us a bit about yourself. We have this list of questions. So we actually kind of give you a quiz. <laughs> and um, so, ha, thanks for taking our quiz. Uh, so we asked a few questions. And one of those questions um, has been kind of a common one that's been answered through just about everyone. But so what is that one go-to resource right now in February, 2020 that you just can't live without? I, I would have to say, and I, I know this is, has been a, a common response is that Twitter has been sure and continues to be invaluable to me. Um, Twitter was, what got me connected to people when I first moved back to Maine. Mm -hmm. uh, I, that was when I, I, so it was about, uh, this is my ninth year at Wyndham and my ninth year back in Maine. Um, and when I, I came back, I discovered Twitter and signed up and I started searching for Maine educators mm -hmm. because I felt this, this need to connect with with other main teachers, and well, sure, I, you're in a, and you're in a you're in a relatively uh, small school, right? And so I don't have a department to bounce ideas off of. Right. I am is, you, you are the department. <laughs> I am the department. So you know, it's, it's it's a blessing and a curse because you know when kids say, "Oh, we didn't learn this in English," I can say, "Yes, you did," because I taught it to you. <laughs> I was there. I was there, but on the other hand. I don't have that sounding board that a lot of other people have. So, uh, so sure. I started, 
I started uh, getting connected on Twitter and I was able to get connected to um, all sorts of educational communities in Maine and then uh, and then across the country and so I've I've kind of scaled back my involvement in Twitter recently um, but um, I still am involved. I co-moderate a rural education chat on Tuesday nights. My heart is for rural education mm. um, and the, the unique challenges that we have being rural educators. Sure. Um, and so it's, that's been a really great connection. But, it's, but I know that the Twitter community is out there. And um, so even if I'm not as heavily involved with it as I used to be, they're still there. And so I can still reach yeah. out. Um, it's, it's an amazing place. And, you know, for those of you who have listened to this podcast from the beginning, which to the one person, thank you. Um, and that one person is me. Um, so I'm thinking myself, that's really well, kind of hey, odd. I listened to a couple episodes too. Well, 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 thank you. That makes two of us. <laughs> um, no, but, but I totally agree with you. I mean, Maine is of the New England states. It's the largest state. We know that, but it's also hugely rural mm-hmm. and it's so easy to be in a school and to get sucked into that climate or to get sucked into your classroom and to make that just become its own ecosystem and then nothing else either leaves or comes in. It just becomes there. And that's one of the things that I found just like you. Twitter is so invaluable. And I'm like you, I've actually, I was deep into it. I was like hard into it for several years and it's tiring. Yeah. Um, to, to do all that stuff, but I also have backed off as well, but you're still there and it, and it always is there and education. It really has carved out a nice little niche, a yeah. nice corner of the internet where, you know, you hear things on Twitter and you hear things on social media that could be like, Oh, I want to stay away. <laughs> oh gosh, please. No. But I've found that education, it's nothing but support. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's, no. it's nice to know that the, the, things that you're wrestling with that there are other people out there that are either in the middle of wrestling with that or they have already and they're beyond it. And so you can throw out a question or a struggle and get encouragement and support, but you can throw out things that you can like simple celebrations and people are going to celebrate with you. Yeah. I I think that's, that's so true that either they, they're, they're about to go through it, they're currently going through it, or they've already gone through it. And it's finding those people, those connections in that way. And if, and if you can find certain people, I've, I've always, you know, we've, we always heard of that six degrees of separation <laughs> from, from Kevin Bacon or whoever it is. Right. I believe in Maine, it's three, three <laughs> degrees of separation because we're, we're a rural state. So if right. there are certain people that if you can connect to, they're going to connect you to a whole lot of other people. Great. So while we're on this topic, then who are like five or so, or just some people, you don't have to go with the five. I won't, I won't, I won't keep that. That's not in the rubric. Um, the people who you like follow on okay. Twitter. Um, I, I definitely follow ASCD. Um, and, you know, not just because, you know, I got picked for this uh, little endeavor, but it, it's such an, invaluable resource um the both on twitter and on facebook um whether it's a quote that's pulled been pulled out 
or research um, that's been published. There's just, there's so many uh, resources there from ASCD that have been mm. uh, beneficial to me. Um, I think an, another one is Edutopia. Um, they highlight a lot of great things going on in education and a lot of uh, pedagogical things that, um, and they give good explanations and examples of it's, it happening in the classroom. And there's a lot of great resources there. Um, Dan Ryder um, at Wicked Decent has been... Um, Heard of him. <laughs> yeah, it sounds familiar. Um, he's been a, a great resource um, on, on Twitter and then getting to know him through ed camps um, in Maine. Um, he's, I, I just, I love the energy that he brings and the- That um, he does have a lot of. <laughs> to spare, energy to spare. Um, he must sleep like the dead at night. <laughs> I would imagine, I don't know. Um, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> the, um, the creativity and that encouragement to bring creativity and to that different approach. Um, mm. I've, gotten a lot of inspiration from there from him um penny kittle um is mm. with the literacy um she's sure. been a huge influence on me as an english teacher and my teaching of reading and writing um and the work that she does with book love foundation to get um libraries into classrooms that yeah. don't have the means um and then i think the the final one is um that I would say would be on, on Twitter, the handle is critical skills one. Um, it's Laura Thomas. She was one of my, she was my advisor in my graduate program at Antioch University, New England. And she does a lot of work with the, uh, with Antioch um, University, New, uh, New England. But um, she also does a lot of work with Edutopia and just promoting a lot of the uh, uh, problem-based learning and um, the classroom engagement in the classroom and just she's been a, a tremendous support and she has um, is continually just promoting education sure so we'll, we'll put those lists out there it's on our on the, the spotlight we'll put those in the show notes as well of of people unless I forget to do that but I which is entirely possible um, but hopefully those are some great folks for ASCD, Edutopia, Dan Ryder, Penny Kittle and Laura Thomas. Um, we'll put their links up there. So I don't want to take too much of your time because I appreciate this. Uh, it's an evening. It's right before we go back. And, um, so what kind of things keep you sane in this ever changing of all in crazy kind of profession? Um, I think that having developed a pretty extensive support network has made a huge difference for me. Um, family and friends from uh, and friends from the different schools that I've taught in. I've taught in New Hampshire and Massachusetts um, before I taught in Maine. Um, mm -hmm. So th the friends, colleagues from those learning environments, um, the people that I have met through Twitter, people I have met through um, ed camps in Maine, um, participating in Twitter chats and the ed camps and just having just this huge network of people that um, I can either 
go to for uh, encouragement or for problem solving, people that I met, I've met on a professional level that have become genuine friends, not just professional, sure. but personal friends. Um, that's That has just enriched my life. And so it's, uh, you know, having um, a Voxer group with my rural ed co-moderators and a Voxer group mm -hmm. with um, the people that I've met through the uh, flipped learning network when I had gotten involved with flipped learning. Um, you know, it's just those relationships have really helped keep me sane. Um, and, and I think too, that I've worked hard um, sometimes harder than others to try to um, set up, be intentional about setting up boundaries yeah. and, and maintaining a balance because it's so easy to uh, go overboard with how much time and energy we put into our teaching and into preparing and worrying about students and different situations that um, and I, I know the whole self-care thing has become kind of a buzzword and a big push but that's because we need it. We need it, absolutely. So, you know, I think that um, a lot of teachers are just naturally people who are going to put others first. And so, you know, it's having to learn how to put those boundaries in place, learn how to let things go undone sometimes. Yeah. And just trust that it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. <laughs> but yeah, so have, but having that connectedness and relationship and, and just support system. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen like a through line of the people that uh, having that support system of, is really important. And then how do you have that? Well, you have to use a resource now like Twitter to connect to everybody. And then you find those incredibly valuable people who you can go to at any time. But then you make these other connections and these other relationships. Right. And um, that's kind of where, where one of the things that we really like to talk about with our, our work with the whole child is that it's not just about better test scores, but it really is about relationships. It's about connecting. It's about being able to create environments that are engaging and supportive and healthy and along with being challenged and engaged. So um, that's everything that, 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 we, that we talk about here. And it sounds like you're basically living it trying <laughs> that's all we can do is try yeah try our best well natalie thank you again for taking some time to talk with me tonight oh. and uh congratulations again on being our february member spotlight thank you so much thank you again for downloading and listening to maine ascd the podcast where we talk about whole child education in Maine and beyond. Follow us at MaineASCD on Twitter or on Facebook at facebook.com slash M-E-A-S-C-D. Follow Natalie Stotts on Twitter at Natalie Stotts. That's at N-A-T-A-L-E-E-S-T-O-T-Z or on Instagram at N-S-T-O-T-Z. Want to follow the people that she talked about, that she wants to follow, that she follows and likes? How about ASCD? That's at ASCD. Or how about Edutopia? At Edutopia. Want to follow Dan Ryder? At Wicked Decent. Uh, 
at W-I-K-E-D-D-E-C-E-N-T. How about Penny Kittle? At Penny Kittle, P-E-N-N-Y-K-I-T-T-L-E. And at Laura Thomas, which is at Critical Skills One. That's the number one. So Critical Skills, then the number one. Again, follow us, uh, get to know us, contact us at ASCDMain at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you want to find out about your membership status. Uh, and be aware, and I'll be on the lookout for the Journal of Maine Education coming out just in a few weeks, sometime in mid-March. Thanks again for downloading and listening to us. See you next time.